Let's keep calm and mother on. Mothering is way too important to do alone and way too serious to be serious all the time. My name is Christy Thomas, and I am here shoulder to shoulder with you, mothering and enjoying life together. This is the podcast where you can focus on being mindful and taking a deep breath with me and learning new things so you can pause and savor the amazing life you already have. Now let's go. Guess who's back, 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 back again, again, again. Okay, sorry, I have the real Slim Shady stuck in my head. Does that surprise you? Anyways, I'm back from my break. This is Christy, and I wanted to talk to you about what rest looked like. I think it's really important to talk about this because I, I firmly believe rest and connection need to be high in our priorities, regardless of whatever else is done. I read two amazing books during vacation. I read more than that, but two I want to talk about. And this one book is called How to Keep House While You're Drowning, and it's by Casey Davis. And right now you can find it for Kindle for $2.99. There's a paperback for $7.99, it looks like. But this book, it's a 31-day compassionate guide for help. Here's what I need you to know, okay? So Casey Davis has a TikTok channel and an Instagram channel and a Facebook channel where she talks about self-care tasks being being morally neutral and how when you're struggling to get those care tasks done, um, there's a lot of self-judgment and then that just keeps you stuck. Here are the six pillars of struggle care. And you can find this at strugglecare.com. One, care tasks are morally neutral. They're just tasks that are not good or bad. Laundry is morally neutral. Rest is a right, not a reward. You deserve kindness regardless of your level of functioning. You can't save the rainforest if you're depressed. You're not responsible for saving the world if you're struggling to save yourself. Shame is the enemy of functioning, and good enough is perfect. So as I read her book, it's a really quick read. I did not read it over 31 days. I just kind of dug in over a couple of days. What really stuck out to me, since I was on a self-proclaimed 30-day podcast break, right, was that rest is a right, not a reward, I definitely grew up in a house, I love you mom and dad, where there was a priority of getting chores done so you could go play on Saturday mornings. And I hadn't really thought of this idea until Casey brought it up in her book that chores when you're a kid are a finite task, (laughs) right? When I ask my kids for help around the house, I usually ask for like three specific things or four specific things. It's not, it's not too much, right? Like I'm kind to them. I give them bite-side things. We talk about it and it's how it's a practice of learning how to do these tasks for adulthood. Well, (laughs) when your adulthood kicks in, right? And if you have the idea that rest is a reward for getting the jobs done, 
what happens if the jobs are never done, right? This is where I think a lot of moms have a challenge with resting because the jobs will never be done when associated with raising kids, right? We want them to want to come back home when they're 40 and 50 and bring their kids home to us. At least I hope. That's one of my dreams. I want to make them breakfast when they're that age. But there's going to be an endless list of jobs to do until then that I deserve rest even if all the jobs aren't done, that I can pause and take a break. So I just wanted to present that idea to you because school has started here. There's My kids are working on to-do lists and prioritizing tasks to balance their extracurriculars and schoolwork and life. And it's important to rest because rest is what helps us recharge our batteries. Rest actually serves a purpose, right? Like if you're working so much that you're cutting down on your sleep, that's not great. And I want you to consider it. Or if you're working so much that you never have time for fun or joy or games, I want you to give yourself a hug and that ask someone for help. Someone that can help you put some of those jobs down for a little bit. Okay? Rest is important. Rest Rest gave me some new energy that I really, really needed. Rest opened me up to some creativity. We played a lot of games. Rest let me let my hair down. And I'm so thankful for that. So I want to just present it. Like every episode here, we talk about a self-care task at the end. And that is because I want you to take care of yourself. You deserve kindness. Always. And that self-care task can be both an act of kindness and an act of rest, depending on what it is. Okay, I'll get off my soapbox on this one, but I really think somebody else needed to hear this lesson. This this Christy, Christy lesson that she's learning still. I feel like I learn it and then something happens like unprecedented times or a sick kid or just my kid's changes ages and stages or my husband's schedule or moving or whatever it is and then I have to feel like I learn these things again but the trick is I think is that when I hit the speed bumps that make me put down the idea of rest being important that I'm able to pick it up faster now So I think that's important to know too, right? There's like a thousand ways, a million ways to live a good life. But (laughs) there are some certain practices that will help you do that. And um, rest and self-care and kindness are definitely high on that list. The other book that I read that was just pure fun, pure fun. Oh my goodness. I laughed. I cried, I thought about the meaning of life, but mostly it was just fun. Like I stayed up way too late on vacation reading this um, on my Kindle late into the night. I sometimes woke up with my Kindle on the floor, like I fell asleep reading it. it. It was just the best vacation book that I've read in a long time. And it is called, this book was called The 
G-Uncle or the Gunkle by Stephen Rowley. Um, And here's the little bit from Amazon. Patrick, or Gay Uncle Patrick, Gup for short, has always loved his niece Maisie and his nephew Grant. That is, he loves spending time with them when they come out to visit him in Palm Springs for the weekends or when he heads home to Connecticut for the holidays. But in terms of caretaking and relating to two children, no matter how adorable, Patrick is honestly overwhelmed. I don't want to give too much away, but it's a fun, quick read that suddenly the uncle needs to be the primary guardian for a little while, and Patrick and Maisie are processing some tragedy in their life, and they step in, and it's just heartwarming. I think I needed a heartwarming book. It is dealing with a heavy topic of loss, but it's so good. It's real characters. Anyways, if you need a fun vacation read, this is a really good one. Highly, highly recommend it. And reading a really fun book is absolutely a form of rest for me. I usually curl up with a blanket or stay up late or read in the bathtub. I've been known to drop Kindles in the bathtub. Um, yay for waterproof Kindles. That there is just something magic to me. And I love that I'm taking the time to read in front of my kids because that's how readers are built, I think. They're not built in classrooms necessarily, but they're built by seeing the adults that they love enjoying books and choosing books. So there you go. I hope that this episode gives you a reframe on not waiting to rest until your to-do list is done because it's never going to be done. And and for a while, <laughs> at the end of May and June, I definitely was using my to-do list to delay rest. And I was pushing myself kind of hard and I wasn't showing myself compassion. So I'm glad that I read the two books that I've read. Don't forget to check them both out. They're in the show notes. And if you're in that space, maybe you should journal or write down the list of all the things you've actually done that you're proud of. That's one of the best practices I've had that helps me reframe my day is what can I give myself credit for for today? I seriously try to write it down every single day. And if I don't have like my journal with me, I jot it down in my phone. But every day there's something good that has happened that is because of something I did, some action I did. Um, And I want you to feel that same pride in yourself because it's really easy to get lost in the moments that don't matter that didn't feel so good in the day. So there you go. I hope this episode makes sense to you. I feel like I need some training wheels again after this 30 days of break. Want to give yourself a hug? Well, combine and breathe with me. Okay, for your self-care task, I have two ideas, right? If you haven't started the list of what went right today because of you, please start that list. 
um, started on your phone or just as a sticky note that you put on your mirror for seven days and then take them off. Whatever it is, pause. Or maybe you have a really good friend that you haven't talked to in a while and it can be like something you banter back and forth in text messages that like when you go to bed, even if they live in a different time zone, you send them the text of what you're really proud of. And then when they go to bed, you wake up to that text. That would be such a fun connection idea. We need to cheer each other on more. The other idea is to read the book, The Gunkle by Stephen Rowley. Get it at your library or find it on Amazon or find some other just light-hearted, fun book. All around, the world can seem really heavy. But you're in charge of your home and your atmosphere and, and your space. And so I am leaning into reading fun books and watching fun TV shows and making sure that I'm choosing to not be so serious all the time and enjoy the life that I've been gifted to live. Now for the family fun idea. Oh, this is a fun one. If you have kids at all that are into those um, pop-it things, those push bubble pop-it sort of fidget toys, what we've been doing for the last 24 hours is we've been coming up with different games to play with it. So it might be like form the letter T, we have square ones, or write the letter L, or can you make a smiley face? And then we just give each other challenges back and forth and banter. We also have done some races with who can pop them the fastest, or one person's popping one side and the other person's popping the other and you're trying to get them all done before the other, like a race. Your kids are just as creative as mine, I am sure, or more creative. So ask them to come up with ideas with you on how to use the toys they already have. But these bubble pop fidget toys, they're just so fun to press. Totally reduces anxiety. Well, you are amazing. I am so glad you're here. Thanks for listening to this welcome back episode about rest and good books and, and just being you. You're allowed to practice being human. And I am so proud of you and I'm glad to know you. And I like you just the way you are. Have a great day and I'll see you next time. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram if you wanna continue the conversation. I will be talking soon about my brand new Next Slow Book Club with the book, How Not to Lose Your Shh with Your Kids by Dr. Carla Nomberg. I'm reading this book, I think for the fourth time right now to prepare. And oh my goodness, it is so good. If you feel like you lose it with your kids sometimes, this book is a little bit snarky and funny, but <laughs> if you can handle that, it is really an amazing mindfulness book and I can't recommend it enough. So many of the phrases that I've said on this show, I'm realizing have come from soaking into this book over the last two years. So thank you. You've been influenced from it and you didn't even know. Look for the signups for that. Have a great one. <laughs>